Today we have a mysterious case. We have two babies that were abandoned. However, they were abandoned four years apart and they had the same mother. Hello, this is Tony. And this is Jay. And I'd like to say hi to everyone. Hope everyone is doing well. Um, we haven't post mm -hmm. for a while. And the reason why we have not post is because about two weeks ago, I had a conference to go to in Florida. And then right when we came home from that conference, we all got sick, like horribly sick. We had to go to urgent care. Actually, I just came back from the doctor a second time on Monday of this week to get antibiotics. So we have in post because of those circumstances. However, we're going to be have we have a really good case to talk about today. Yeah. <coughs> yeah, and Jay is still sick. But we're all getting better though. Yeah. But we couldn't go another week without doing our podcast though. So if we sound kind of raspy here and there, um that's what's going on is our um being sick. However, we had a wonderful trip. It was a business trip that went that we all went on for my job in Florida and we had the chance to go to Disney World. Yeah. And Orlando Studios. No, Universal Studios. Uh, Universal Studios was the best. Mm -hmm. They had the virtual reality rides. I think I liked it more than everybody else. I think yeah. that was the best. If I had a choice between Disney World or Universal Studios, I would definitely do Universal Studios. It yeah, was it. it was just so much fun there. Mhm. It was just so different. The rides were just amazing there. Right? Yeah. Plus it was less crowded. Yeah, it was less crowded. And less line waiting. Mhm. Mm we got right in. Mhm. Mm to ride rides like I think the longest we waited was maybe 5 or 6 minutes yeah. for a ride. Otherwise, we got right in. The bad thing about Universal Studios was that it rained, though. Yeah. <laughs> it poured down. <laughs> At one point, it poured mm -hmm. down. But then it, it stopped. Rain stopped. Yeah. So we were okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So now we're just recuperating from getting sick. Yeah. A little bit of everybody was getting the flu yeah. around the same time that when we got back. Mm -hmm. We're here to talk about our podcast today is is really interesting mm -hmm. very interesting you want to take it over the first day which was discovered on november 9th 1999 in red ring minnesota and red wing minnesota is a small really small town right mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's not a lot of people no that live there i actually i went to red wing minnesota before For what? when um in my early 20s i um i met some people in Red Wing and what happened was at the time I lived in Iowa so a friend and I went to Red Wing for uh, a get-together mm -hmm. and then some other friends from Minneapolis came and we mm -hmm. all met there and went in Red Wing Minnesota at this person's house okay. it was a lot of fun the occasion was fun but the city itself or the town mm -hmm. is just a very it's, small town. Is a farm area? Yeah, that's what it reminded me of was farm okay. area. So you had to know somebody basically to be there. You wouldn't yeah. just go and my thinking is 
I wouldn't just go and visit. Mm-hmm. I would have to know somebody or something special. Was Is it by on. the Mississippi River? Oh, okay. Hey, I don't know. Oh. Um, I assume. But I, I don't, I'm just asking. Well, yeah. I don't know if it's right by the Mississippi, but close to it. Okay. Of course, yes, yeah, close you... to it, but not right by it. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't think anyway. I got to look at a map to make sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but the baby was under. <laughs> that was messed <laughs> up, right? <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Uh, on the Doe Network, the baby is under 604 UFMN. Uh, the baby was full turn with an umbilical cord still attached. She was born one to two weeks before being found, and she was found 10 year- yards north of the Mississippi River near 800 Levi Drive. She had brown straight hair and dark eyes, and her body was wrapped up in a blanket. Authorities have named her Jamie. Do you want to talk about the next baby, or you want me to? You can go ahead. Okay. And then the next baby was located on December 7, 2003 in Ode, Ronick, Minnesota? Yeah. I don't know much about that area, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is under 1044UMNN on the Doe Network. Um, it's in the same county as Red Wing, and they, she is genetically related, maternally, so mother-related, to the first baby. Um, or he, sorry. He was born two days to two weeks prior to being discovered. He had black curly hair and dark eyes. The police believe that the children have separate fathers and that the infants were born alive and autopsies have never uh, determined a cause of death. The mother of the children may have hidden the pregnancies and is probably familiar with the area. So this is two children, two babies that were born about a little close to four years apart. And um, so they both have the same mother and basically close to the same area. Mm-hmm. And they basically, so they know they have the same mother, but they know they have different fathers. And the little boy had the curly hair, mm-hmm. black curly hair and dark eyes, whereas the little girl has straight hair and dark eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they had two separate fathers. And um, so forensics artists from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children used photographs of the bodies and the infant's skull measurements to create comp- composite drawings of what the babies might have looked like at the time of their death. The clothing in the drawings is not connected to the investigation. Um, and the authorities hope that composites can help piece together a frustrating puzzle. Over the years, they have had more than 100 leads, but they still cannot determine who the mother is. So, however, some good news came out of this, that after the discovery of the infants, a local couple paid to have the, the infants buried next to their own stillborn daughter. And then under that, that headstone, it read God's little angel. So that was nice for that couple to do that. Mm -hmm. But it's puzzling as to who the mother was and just the fact of how she did that. Mm -hmm. Had one baby, full term, Mm -hmm. and disposed of that baby, then went and had a second child and did the same thing. Mm -hmm. So it had to be somebody who knows the area pretty well. Yeah. And... Was ri- and was able to cover the fact that they were pregnant. Because mm-hmm. you would think after the first time it happened, you know the signs the second time. Right. Yeah. So it's still puzzling because um, 
almost 20 years ago and they still don't Mm -hmm. close to 20 years ago 19 20 years ago and they still don't have any indication but you know when um i read about this case i was thinking um hopefully they say save some dna Mm -hmm. because you don't know what could happen exactly people doing these ancestry.com you know you don't know how that could be linked up to somebody yeah, eventually. Yeah, or even if someone goes to jail. Do yeah. they take DNA for jail? Sometimes they do, I think. Mm-hmm. I think it's the norm now. Is it? With all the DNA maybe finding now? Is. Or maybe it's prison, yeah. More so than jail. Mm-hmm. But I think it's prison, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's sense. what it is. But who knows what could happen in the next few years with right. DNA. And everybody's doing those accessories and... 23 and up mm-hmm. type things yeah everyone's doing it yeah right well a lot of people are so you don't know what could actually happen if they have some dna exactly in the database for them yeah and a little bit about red wing um it's a it's mostly farm area and there's also a good amount of factories and uh in industrial work in the area um and it is it's almost entirely farm country though especially if you had a crossover into Wisconsin. Uh, and also, I read that depending on the area, the income is pretty low. Um, and also, the houses and farms aren't kept up very well. Um, roads need repairs. And um, a lot of things haven't been upgraded in decades. And a good chunk of small businesses that were there are now gone. Uh, also, a lot of people are dependent on alcohol um, and meth. And a lot of people are unemployed. Oh, wow. That's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. And a little bit, you want to talk about the denial of pregnancy, which mm-hmm. is a theory of what might have occurred with this? Yeah, I thought when you looked that up and got this information, that's kind of interesting. So go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a woman in Utah who had seven full-term babies uh, stashed in the garage of her family home. The husband was in jail when she was giving birth, and then he discovered the babies while trying to clean the garage. Uh, denial of pregnancy is a rare form of denial exhibited by women uh, to either the fact or the implication of their own pregnancy. Uh, a study has found that women who deny their pregnancies represent about 0.26% of all deliveries. Um, another case is of Jean Luce Kodra. I hope I said that right. Uh, he found two dead babies in his freezer. He was four years old and was trying to find space for his, for some mackerel. When he opened a drawer and saw something unusual wrapped in a towel, he accounts, I opened it, I see a hand, end quote. In the next drawer, there was a second bundle. Uh, he says, I open it and I see that it is also a baby, end quote. As an engineer, he was often away for months on business while his wife, Veronica, uh, looked after their two sons and volunteered at a local kindergarten. And Veronica was 38 years old when this all came to light. Too. Yes. And uh, after a DNA test, it was revealed that the babies did belong to them. The couple was arrested and Veronica confessed. She had concealed both pregnancies from her husband. Each time she had given labor alone in a bathroom and then suffocated the babies before hiding them in the fridge. A third baby had been born, uh, she also added, while the couple was still in France in 1989. And she burnt the body in the fireplace. Ugh, that is just horrible. Um, French refers to it as the freezer baby affairs. Um, she says, 
Regarding abortion, the issue did not really arise because in my head, I was not really pregnant. Um, there was no report between my body and my mind, end quote. She had worn reportedly loose clothes to conceal her shape from her husband, um, but was paralyzed from taking any further action. Um, a f- psychologist describes what happened as a mental abortion. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, that correlates to the two babies that we yeah. were just talking about that we don't know if that person, the mother who um, did this with the two children, whether or not she was in full denial Mm -hmm. as these other women that you gave examples of. Yeah. Or if she had that mental state of having a mental abortion. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I've heard stories of women where they give birth, but they had no signs of pregnancy. I heard of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Until they got to the hospital and mm-hmm. actually gave birth. Mm-hmm. But these one, these women knew that yeah. they were pregnant. Yeah, but yeah. Is that what that's just talking? another example of what could have happened? That could be. And then mm-hmm. they just wanted to hide it. Yeah. Didn't know that they were pregnant, and then mm-hmm. just wanted to hide it. Yeah, it also could just be a teenager as well. Mm-hmm. But two times. Yeah. That was just like, the first time, not that you give an excuse for it, but you could see panic yeah. and whatnot but the second time it also could be a prostitute as well possibly mm-hmm. yeah um yeah that's all the theories i heard though from... and and the the logic is that um most likely was someone who knows the area mm-hmm. so that must be from that area who knows it very well mm-hmm. on how to hide the babies and how to hide everything because nobody yeah. has any idea has come forward mm-hmm. with any idea I mean, they had some leads, but it didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm surprised they don't have a description of the person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very strange. Yeah, that's a sad case. A sad case, but um, you can also look up information, though, on the Doe Network. Um, it has the composite sketches of them of what they might look like. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's still being investigated, too, to this day. And then um, in the description... We will have the the Doe Network number for each of the children if you did want to go and look that information up. Mm-hmm. And then also the number for the detective as well, because it's the same detective for both cases. Okay. So they're still searching for that mother mm-hmm. who gave birth to those children. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope that you guys, um, we look forward to our next podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. And remember, we only focus on notorious crimes in Minnesota, but remember there's notorious notorious crimes crimes everywhere. everywhere.